shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. So much. Bless you. Thank you, Uncle Sam. Thank you, Pastor Femi, as well. You know the job. So bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And many of us like this banqueting style. Fantastic. As in, you can see. <laughs> Amen. Uh, the church shares more than having the banquet for their service. I was talking to the pastor during the course of the week. And was telling me how like December is too busy, so they moved their Christmas thing celebration. Well, maybe as we have worship night, they are this thing was also in December. They move it to early January, so that there's less stress. And for nobody's busy, so they are doing that tomorrow. So that's why they have to set up. And I was like, oh, wonderful. I was asking if it was okay. I was like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, they are wonderful people. We bless God for their lives and the grace uh, that God has put the favor that God has put in their eye concerning us. Uh, what we are paying them is nothing, to be honest. Um, so God has really favored us in this house. They gave me the key. Imagine. So they gave you the key to their church. Uh, amen. It's like giving you the key to the kingdom. <laughs> Praise God. They give me a lamp, passport, passport. If I am in charge, I'm so in charge of the place. <laughs> Amen. God, God put favor upon them for us. Uh, so God is working. God is doing it. A wonderful people. And I'll be praying for them. It's one thing I, 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 I feel that I've missed. Uh, that I'm going to start when we go our prayers. I'll be praying for them and for this church. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I fellowship with them for the first time on uh, worship night. They also have a little bit of a worship team. Just in the evening, Carol or something. So I joined them for a little bit. It's a wonderful church, actually. Very wonderful church. Part. Yes. Uh, it's a very wonderful church. And uh, they've opened their hearts to us. Uh, small people like us. We, we give God praise for them. Like God will reward them. The Lord will strengthen them. And every of their heart desires, uh, God shall meet their needs. In the name of Jesus. And God will continue to favor us Amen. in your sight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, let's open our Bibles uh, to Revelation chapter 3. Let's spend this little time. Amen. I'll start from verse uh, 6. Revelation chapter 3 from verse 6. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes, This thing saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man is talking here as God and Father. He's talking here as God and Father. He that has the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shuts, and shuts, 
and no man open. They need to, it's like they're giving you a description of the man first. The person who is allowed to talk to you, the person who is allowed to tell you some instructions. Praise God. So you should be very attentive based on what he's about to say because he has authority that he can, there's something, it, right? Are you seeing something about some sovereignty here? This one is not that you beg him, it's not that because you did good or not good. He can open. And when he open, nobody can shut it. And he can shut. <laughs> and when he shuts, no man. So, who do you have to please? You have to find a way to please him. Because if you shut the door, there's no, nobody who wants to come and petition him that he should open the door for you. Who is his instructor? Now they ask us, no, you've not told him well, oh. You should have opened the door. No. Oh, please open the door. No. We open with counsel and judgment. You should open the door. Jesus will say, This one is beyond judgment. Mercy triumphs above judgment. This one is my sovereignty. Amen. I have the key of David. It's the key of mercy. Amen. The key of David is why is it the key of mercy? David was. You know, when God was vowing for swearing concerning David, he said, on your throne, sit forever. He was giving, making his David's throne eternal. And there's only one eternal throne. God's own throne. So, you see in the Bible, they will now call the throne of God. They call it the throne of David. <laughs> the throne of your father, David. When it was already referring to Jesus. So, that is not something that God should open for any man. It means that no matter the qualification, God should not give you such a dominion. Amen? Amen. So you are now touching God's sovereignty. So Jesus was establishing that I own God's sovereignty. I have come into God's sovereignty. I am also as suffering as God is suffering. So, if, you know when... The, the, the church just before the church I just read, Jesus was boasting about, I can confess your name before my father and his angels. I can also blot out your name out of the book of life. And we wonder, somebody is talking with so much authority. Is it not the father that can do that? Or God that can do that? When he say I can confess, if the father is thinking, hmm, I want to give Pastor James eternal life, and Jesus is keeping quiet, the father too will not will stop what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know if you get it. It, it means you are not pleased just enough. If you read, okay, let's go back up. Let's go up a little bit. Verse 5. I'll start from verse 3. This is the earlier church. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out, means I have the ability. Even though, you know when they say somebody's name is in the book of life, you feel like it's permanent. <laughs> but Jesus said, in sovereignty, even though by judgment it's permanent. In sovereignty, I can still take it out because I have that power. Excuse me, Salman. We have to be pleasing God. Though. 
It's not just like, okay, we'll know God and we now know God and we're okay. We have to be pleasing God. Praise God. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. It's almost like, even though the father may be thinking, oh, I'm liking, I'm liking James, so I'm liking him. The guy really likes revelation, you know. Then, but when, when, you know when somebody is giving testimony about you, another person is quiet. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> somebody is praising you, ah, James is scattering everywhere. And then Jesus will just be quiet. The father will not be wondering, why is Jesus quiet? I'm praising James. Jesus is not packing up the praise. Get them. What did I say? 
No man can shout. Let's see. So, I know that it works. Okay, I read that. For thou hast a little strength. Now, yeah, now we are going to begin to come into. These are the works of the Philadelphia Church. Are we ready? Are we ready? I said, these are the works of what? Of the Philadelphian church. This is what the Philadelphian church was pursuing after that caused the sovereign God to open a door. To open the sovereign door for them. Are you here? Pay very close attention. I know we've read this verse before. Amen. I know that's why the tongue came. We've read this chapter before, read it before. Amen. So pay very close attention. Because now you are going to be seeing the instructions of a church that found mercy. What they did to obtain mercy. Now, the first thing Jesus acknowledged is that they have a little strength. I kid you not, the things that they did, you can't do them and still have many strengths. If your strength is too strong, there's a problem. It means you are not doing anywhere. Doing these obediences, these instructions that the tradition just did, it will take your strength. Your capacity, your strength. You must be losing strength. I know we don't like to like to hear that. But it's very good to lose strength because the lower your strength is, the more in control God is. <laughs> That's the switch. Praise God. So you will see that he now says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door that no man can shut. Thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word. Later on, you will know why. People will say, Oh, is it just keeping word? No. You will know why later. When it describes the word for you. It's not easy. This one, it's not easy to keep it. Because you have to keep it for a while. You will have to be faithful for it, on it. For a while, and people, everybody will call you mad. Why are you still here? What are you still doing there? Have you not learned everything you want to learn? <laughs> you will have to keep it. Oh my God. For thou hast kept my word, we'll come back to that, and has not denied my name. My name there, when they talk about name, they are talking about the everlasting life. Meaning the name of the Father. Praise God. The name of the Father is everlasting life. Remember in Revelations, what he did to he sealed one for four thousand. Now so with what? With the name of the Father. So when he said, has kept my word and has not denied my name. It means you did Christ well, kept Christ, kept righteousness, and acknowledged everlasting life. Who is blessed in the house? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Are we together, please? Yes, now, 
one another reason why you will have little strength in this journey of righteousness is because of the sign also. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say that they are Jews. You know, Jews in that context means Christians. Which say that they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Now, this is not the place to explain that. That's an everlasting teaching. <laughs> I will leave it like that. Amen. But in the journey of keeping righteousness, you have to endure a lot. You have to endure a lot of evil speakings, of contentions, of pressure. Amen. Even among the company of faith. Also, maybe you're maybe in your local assembly, just who are not sure why are you doing what you are doing? Why the why why all of this? You get me. Almost sometimes you'll be your family members who are also Christians. Say, oh, I'm not a Christian, so I'm going to church. Why are you? What's all of this? If we send you to Canada to come <laughs> they go to church or something, they go to church or something, they go to church or something. <laughs> are you seeing all those pressures? Are those things pain? I, I, can you can you correlate? Those things you wonder when you when you when you when your parents when they ask you questions why 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 yeah people ask you questions even your children just after that it's not for just innocently just ask you questions the thing will drop a bullet in your in your soul then we want to know how to be careful so that people will not come start seeing me in another light all those things is what Satan uses to bamboozle us while we are keeping the word. Am I communicating? Praise God. So people will go as far as, ah, maybe, if maybe you didn't get a job, they say, are you sure? So that place that you are going. <laughs> Any little thing that happens, oh, that place that you are going is a lie. Are you seeing the warfare? All those things, don't they zap your strength? They make you feel. They make you feel somehow. They affect your energy. And if you're not careful, even your responsiveness to the world. So Jesus knows that keeping the world will attract enmity. That's that's really a major part of the problem. Keeping the world will what? Will attract enmity. Not that you ask for it, it will find you. Amen. You just say, I'm just going for meeting, you're just hearing what on your own. But somehow Satan knows how to find <laughs> bring one out that you're just saying <laughs> they will find you. That's how you know those are those are evidences you know that what you are handling is not just rubbish. Excuse me, sir. If what I if if just this word I'm handling is rubbish, why are you disturbing me? Why all this pressure? Why all this enmity? Why all this thing against me? It means that what I am touching is good. If it were not good, you would not say that would not be this. I mean, I mean, not the one that some of your peers 
who don't who are not as deep as you who are just sitting from Sunday to Sunday. God answers their prayers like water. Have you noticed? <laughs> and and it will not make you if in the mind of an overcomer, it will prove to me that what I'm doing is good. It means Satan is taking notes. And if Satan is taking notes, then that means I'm pleasing God. Because Satan hates God. But I know most of the time, the thing will happen and affect us. Ah, maybe, am I? Is everything okay? No, everything is okay. You have just attracted the attention of an enemy. That's all. How many of us are this? You know, something in one guy. Ah, it's not the same Jesus we believe in. No, it's because you are touching, you are not touching the pleasure of God. Yes, you are not touching the pleasure of God, and at the same time as you are touching the pleasure of God, you are disengaging from the pleasure of Satan. And it feels, it's very, very simple. It's very, very simple. For example, if one of you say, okay, for one full month, I'm not going to come for fellowship, come for life meeting. Don't you think I'll come? You get me? Don't you think I'll come? And don't you think I'll come and check in? Why? Are you saying that? And me, I'm just body, human being. How much more experience? You are not checking in. You are not showing malice like you used to show malice before. Do you not, do you not mark attendance of malice today? Tomorrow, you don't mark attendance of unforgiveness. You'll be stuck in unforgiveness all your life, 20 years. Today, you are forgiving somebody. You think Satan will not know? You're fine. You did not check attendance. <laughs> so they have to do follow up. strengths. 
Amen. Now we're together in our streets. Let's continue. Amen. See, verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I've never heard that Jesus has a word called the word of my patience. But you know that simply means it is word of but because word of righteousness, the process of keeping it to full ownership takes time. And not only does it take time, it, it, in that time period, they are also facing attack, barrage of pressure as against it. So that was what Jesus was saying when he meant verse 8. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word. Not everybody can say this thing, please, excuse me. After six months of hearing word, you can't say you are keeping the word yet. You are just hearing it. To keep it means you must have been tested. Means that the pressure would have come for you to throw it away. And start with it and decided not to throw it away. And you not just did this in one day, you did it over time. It's called word of my patience. So what what's another word for that? Faithfulness. I kid you not. I kid you not. The only thing God rewards is faithfulness. What did I say? The only thing God rewards is what? Is faithfulness. Oh, you may understand. I'll break it down. The only thing God rewards is what? Is faithfulness. What is faithfulness? It's not just as we know it, faithfulness being there. That's part of it. That's elementary. But where did the word come from? It came from full of faith. Faith full. So what does that mean? You are what? You are full of what? Of faith. Let's go a bit deeper. Faith coming by hearing. And hearing by the word. So what does it actually mean? You are full of the word. That's it. It's slightly related to what I was talking about on Thursday. The reason why a man cannot be faithful except he's full of faith or full of the word is because you need full word to overcome full Satan thoughts. Yeah. To prevail is bullet versus bullet. To prevail against the barrage of enmity from the enemy. If you are not full of it, full of word, you cannot be faithful. You will talk. So faithfulness is beyond, you know, the rule use faithfulness anyhow. Well, somebody sell me for uh, work for seven years. He said the person is a faithful servant. This guy was paying him now. <laughs> In fact, the money I was paying him was the, the faithful. Do you get that? <laughs> you get it. But well, well, he was staying for a reason. Amen. 
Then people are now said, yeah, the reason I said because the ministry is big, so every now and again I tell them to come and minister, to come and sing, or to come and say something. Then now they now feel like something. You get me? You get For example, you know, let's let's for example Dunamis. They that massive auditorium. Oh boy, if I'm going there, I'll be faithful now. One day, eventually, Pastor Nietzsche will call me up. <laughs> so, so faithful, the true faithfulness, amen, is not just that somebody is somewhere for so long. If somebody is staying on something for so long without necessarily seeing the fruits or reward of it, that is true faithfulness. Does anyone have any questions? I still need to go deeper in it. When God was trying to teach me faithfulness, faithfulness is one of the most. Faithfulness really is everlasting life. To love righteousness and hate iniquity, to stay with God in the earth. When God was teaching me faithfulness, he took a funny route. From Psalm 45, it says, Out of all the average places, uh, Ma, what's the, how does it say? Ma, Alos, and Kishia. He was now showing me how faithfulness is like a matri. So I went to Google a matri. Look, you can look it up. You can Google a matri. M M Y R R H. The matri. The thing looks like it has poverty. Are you seeing what I'm saying? The matri looks like it doesn't have any fruitfulness. The matri looks like it's better to die. That very soon it will soon die. Yet it's all the longest lasting. And the incense it produces from its from its spice, from the leaf, is one of the best smelling. Oh my god. So when you see the mantra, you know the word that came to me? Faithfulness. A tree that doesn't move, doesn't wither, even though it can grow in the desert, doesn't have much to grow back, but yet it's there. <laughs> you get me? It may not even look too fruitful. It doesn't even have fruit that you can use and dance. Okay, I'll suffer, so I have the fruit of the hope. <laughs> but yet the, the tree is dead. I say the tree is where? The tree is dead. The best, the best quality of the man tree is the spices. And those spices are actually very expensive. They put it in some of these essential things like you know, the lady, ladies, once a little bottle, how much is it? <laughs> it's leaf, they put inside there. It's leaf. Then the smell is that smell, incense of man. Expensive. 
Yeah, when you look at the tree, look as though it has nothing to offer. It has no fruitfulness to offer. Faithfulness. So are you, when you look at the metry, are you looking at something that has a little strength? It looks like something that is water to fall. That the next, by, you know, when you see something like that, maybe in the next two months, this tree will die, will just fall off. Come back and you the tree outlive you, you that will die first. <laughs> the man will be looking at your, at your corpse. The same tree that you laugh at and say, ah, this tree will soon die. In fact, by the time I come here again next month, the tree will die. The tree will watch you. The tree will watch you grow and die. The tree will still be standing. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is the key to reward. What did I say? Faithfulness is what? Is the key to reward. What did I say, my people? Faithfulness is what? Is the key to reward. Let's see it here. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. That word is what makes you faithful. That word is the word in the face of the Son of God. It's actually word of righteousness. That turns into the everlasting righteousness. You keep it and keep it and keep it and keep it. You must keep it. I keep you must keep it. And you must keep it and pray with it and use it to overcome the lies of the synagogue of Satan. That's what Jesus was discussing here. As that word that you are keeping, 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 and not denying is him, staying faithfully, that word will churn out thoughts that will detonate the wrong thoughts that the bullets that Satan is throwing to you. Because I said, I said, I said, this is your own marriage. That Satan thought. And so that it can be so strong that I think will cause you to adjust your level. Just subconsciously, you'll be here but not here. Be here adjust your attention the way you keep yourself to it. Just that Satan has just damp up with you. You know, Satan is, if you know anywhere, he's a shrewd guy too. If he knows that he cannot totally cut you off completely, then let him be cutting you off in bits and pieces. Here, little, there, little. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, if he cannot get 100% of you, then let him get 10%. He knows that God will not be happy with only 90% of you. He knows God very well. <laughs> Is that what happened in the Garden of Eden? Not so? Adam, even though Adam was still obeying God, okay, God said, okay, let me wear this one instead. You wear it. After a while, they have to drive them out of the Garden of Eden just because they see the problem. From the knowledge of true and evil. So the enemy knows that he actually does not need to spoil you too much. So he doesn't, so that's why some of his wows is never, it's not like loud. Oh, people, stop going there. I will kill you. You may try that one after you overcome that one. After that, it will come just a little bit. Just adjust a little, a little here, a little there. And like that, it can be taking you backward. So it will take full world, full of faith, a lot of faith, a lot of work, 
to shoot back at those thoughts. Amen. To what? Is it not salvation? Do you know what salvation is? To be as close to God as possible. That is salvation. So anything that will take you move back, departure, make you be not as near as you ought to be, is what? Is death. Because what is death? Separation from God. So anything that is not making you more thirsty for God, more, I want more God, I want more God, I want to go God, I want to keep all, I don't want to hinder, I don't want to, I don't want to slow down, then you are going closer. But anything that says, oh, no, let me just manage, that managing is that they've touched your knee. It's like the serpent has injured your, your ankle. He has slowed you down. So we'll now begin to have to pray for you. That God will strengthen our feeble needs. He was not feeble before. Somebody made it feeble. Somebody sent you a bullet. You received it. So you became feeble. Feeble need means that it's not that you are gone. You are now linking. It's not that you have stopped walking. But you are not walking as fast as you ought to. You can't run either. Because feeble need, you've been paralyzed. You've been touched. You believe the lie. That has stunted your movements. That's feeble knee. So a feeble knee soul can still be coming for every meeting, but the knee is feeble. Why? Because a thought has come, has been detonated, that they cannot undo until, until they increase fullness of word, fullness of faith. Amen? That will cause them to prevail in that thought. Are we in the house together, please? Are we sure we are being blessed? Does anybody have any question? Amen. So what did I say faithfulness is? Somebody help me. Huh? Being able to stay the cause without gain. Yes. And what will cause you to stay in the cause without gain is because you are feeding on what? On faith. On the world. Meaning the world becomes your gain. Can the world be your only gain? That they are just preaching world. Can that be enough for you? Amen. There's a place where they are just preaching word. There is no miracle, no sign. Not even a million people to confirm that hey, we are in a good place. Just the word alone. Can that be your gain? Then can you be full of your gain? Which is the word. That is faithfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you ready? When God begins to see that trait in your soul, let's see what He will do. It's not me. Let's see what He will do. Verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. 
Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man he had to address the warfare. He says that no man, no, he said no man take your words. Remember, he says no man can shut the door. It means you, that door, the door is open, it means that's your crown. Nobody can shut the door. Satan can shut the door. Nor can he send any man to shut the door. But he can send a man, Satan can send a man to give you a thought that will make you drop the crown by yourself. Remember I told you, how many people can shut the door? Jesus, two people, Jesus and yourself. <laughs> yeah? You already have the crown. The crown is that you are hearing word. You are hearing it. Is that hearing the word of God would the end of it is that you will be rewarded. Very simple. Should I prove it to you again? Amen. Second Timothy chapter 4. Second Timothy chapter 4. Once you stay the cause of the world and are faithful, the end of it is that you will be rewarded. So Jesus to him, you already, already have a crown. Once you are in the way, you already have a crown. Because once you finish, for example, if I walk from the door into this place, I'm ready in the fellowship. Right? I'm ready to come for the meeting. So if you are sitting there, enter the door, you are walking, you already have the crown. Because you are already you are walking, the end of it is that you have a crown. So you already have the crown. Once you start hearing word of righteousness to Jesus, you already have the crown. <laughs> because as long as you stay the cause of the world, the end of it, the end thereof, is the crown. Am I communicating? So, let's see. Uh, is this Second Timothy chapter... No, First Timothy chapter 4. Sorry. <clears throat> chapter 4. Is it? Huh? Yes? In 2 Timothy, okay, wow, okay, well, we're at the first time. Yes, yeah, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. Remember, I have fought a good fight. Fight the good fight of what? Of faith. What's the end? Leo, of eternal life. It means the end of faith is faithful. Because when you are fighting the fight of faith, what are you receiving? Faith. Amen? Which is the word. Not so? Word. Faith. Word. Synonymous. Faith comments by the word. Am I communicating? So, faith word. So, if you are fighting the fight of faith, it means you are fighting for faith. Is that what Joseph that we that we like when are you you uh, fight uh what's the what's the word for the faith which has been which has been commended unto you right huh? you should contend endlessly for the faith so, uh, uh, thank you contend what endlessly for the faith so when you are contending, you must fight to, I kid you not. You, it's not that they will preach to you and say, wow, D, you must fight. You got to fight. You got to fight. I tell you that enough evil spirits that if you don't fight, you will not finish. 
There, and there's a Hebrew spirit for every dimension of the cause. Then finally, the Hebrew spirit himself, Satan, you also fights that one. So contend earnestly for the faith. And it's not just that it's obviously it's not, it's not boxing. Just keep the wall. Fight to keep the wall. Don't let anything stop you. He tie you any offense, any malice, any whatever. So whatever thought is coming against it. Fight it and keep the wall. And you know, there was sometimes that I felt that God was going to hear my prayer again. I know that I was saying. For months, I said, what kind of thing is this, man? <laughs> yeah, after that, I started finding people who are abused and they are giving testimony. Help me. Help my situation. I said, don't pray for me. Now, I want you to I just add you this prayer point. You get me? I said, you have a testimony. I just began to rest and say, God, what's going on? You know, then you are still foolish a little bit. So, <laughs> God, what's going on? And then, so some of the thoughts that be coming to me is like, just leave this thing. You know, the Satan will always come and visit. Then I announced in my heart, I know anything came from, like a lion. I said, God, me and you will wear the same trousers. Because once Satan was trying to put in my house, I mean, God doesn't like you. I said, God, if you don't like me, you will like me by force. By the time we wear this, I will stay here, wear the same trousers with you. Then you decide to like me. Where you can, there's nothing you can do. You look at me, you finish looking at me, you don't like me, don't like me. After a while, you change your mind. You are going nowhere. <laughs> I, I, I know people like that in your life that they are so close to you. You don't like them so much, but they are sometimes why you start liking them now. You know what you can do? You know what you can do? You just have to love them. Yes. Amen. Say if I like that to you, it better sound like you. There's nothing you can do now. See, we are here together. <laughs> Amen. Since both of us are not going anywhere, so we better be liking each other. Uh, uh, praise God. That's how it is. You know that sometimes you know maybe you know for the night you don't like your spouse, or, but they are there. So if you like, you don't like. After you've not liked, then you will now like. <laughs> because it's not a choice. Praise God. You don't have choice now, you have to like. So you can decide to stay with God. Even though Satan is telling you, God is not doing anything for you, God does not like you. Maybe you need to go away. No. Stay there. Even if God truly, maybe it's even true that. I say, even if it's true that God does not like me, this God will like me. After you have seen my face for too long, you <laughs> have to change his mind. <laughs> You have to change his mind. His faithfulness is the key. Imagine if maybe, maybe your, your pastor doesn't like you. Well, every time you come for, to a church, come for a meeting, and you sit in the front <laughs> for years, and the pastor will be angry. Not angry, angry. I'll go through episodes of angry and not angry. <laughs> he will also calm down. <laughs> And it will start like you because they have no choice. <laughs> oh my God. Praise the name of the Lord. 
say me? Say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my cause. Meaning, I am now faithful. I am now full of faith. Because what's the cause? I have kept their faith. I used to what? Keep my word. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. That's what Paul. I have kept the faith. I kept it. it. And when they say I, it means you have something to do about it. I don't know if I'm communicating. It's not just a leisurely thing. I don't know if I'm It's not just, oh, well, well that's what we do with here. No. You must keep it. It's your responsibility to keep it. Because it's tied to your crown. I said it's tied to your crown. It is your responsibility to keep it. I cannot keep it for you. I can preach it to you, but you must keep it. If you don't keep it, your enemy has enough boys. Say boys. <laughs> so come on. He can come and say, okay, we'll help you keep it. Shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also 
that love is appearing. This is not rapture appearing. This is the appearing of, he explained it earlier in first in second Timothy chapter Timothy chapter 6, where it says that fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life. Then it says who, he, has, uh, he has given us this charge for God God quickened all things that may keep these commandments without spots until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. That appearing is the full faithful. Because Jesus Christ is the word full. So when you are hearing the word, drip, 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 precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, a season will come if you are faithful, and if you are stayed there, that you will have come into all of him. That all of him, that's Jesus Christ, is the word. When that thing comes in, it drops in your stature as fullness, then that's Jesus Christ. That's what we call the appearing. Until the appearing. There's also the rapture appearance. It's a physical appearance. But Jesus Christ is a content. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus Christ is a content. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Jesus Christ is a content. And by engaging one of righteousness, you are coming to all his contents. Precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, dear little. Praise God. Please give me 15 minutes. It's about getting close to time to finish right around time. Amen. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 3. I see. So, verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, meaning we are becoming faithful. Amen. You've kept this word until its fullness. You are becoming faithful. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. This one is also very present time. Great tribulation is coming upon the earth. I don't know exactly when. I'm not the end time preacher. But the signs are coming. It's possible it could be this decade, it could be next decade, but the signs are coming. So, what God is saying that if you do your part now, He can keep you from the great tribulation. He can keep you from the trials. It means You'll be having AC because then what is having heat. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Why? Because you did your work now before the tribulation came. Praise God. Right now, it seems as though we are the ones who are having heat. Everybody else is having AC. Don't worry. Okay, time comments. <laughs> and now it's. <laughs> When they will flip the switch. <laughs> Praise God. Where God will shake not only the earth but the heavens also. That those things which can be shaken will be shaken. So it means that if if they, they are making you faithful, you know who a faithful man is? A man who cannot be shaken. A man who cannot be what? If you can still be shaken, then when tribulation comes, you will still shake. But if they can raise you from being an everlasting man where you cannot turn, no shadow of turning, no variableness, no departure left in you, 
then it means not even when they bring great revelation, they will not shake you. There's nothing to shake inside. You know when Jesus said, Son of man came and saw this side of it, Satan came and found nothing in me. No, nothing to shake. <laughs> There's nothing. It was Jesus is a dead man. A faithful man is a dead man. There's nothing to shake in them. You know how when we say bastards, it's because they still things to shake. Excuse me, one day will come where you won't call him Bascos again. Why? Because it's not your name. <laughs> it's nothing to shake anymore. Shaking tables. It's because we are still glass tables inside our soul. If they will no longer become glass tables, they will nothing to shake. They will not able to shatter. Because we are dead. And deadness comes from faithfulness without seeing reward, without seeing gain. To count the word of God as the gain. That's how you become dead. Just that I'm hearing word is my gain. Just that I'm hearing deep word, hearing word, 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 is what? Is my gain. Excuse me, why is it that in every assembly of word of righteousness it's not too much sign and wonder? The best Holy Ghost removes small, you get me? After I say, you say you are Zomu tribe. <laughs> I was feeling depressed and very much, I was like, wow, so this goes to me. And then after much, as I came to minister, I said this to the other, they want to say something serious. It's like the team. <laughs> That's me, Linda. Eat, 
house cab, all those things. After a while, even the house that came by miracle, that came by word of knowledge, before you know the house started looking over, the same house that came by word of knowledge. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm talking about myself. Now we moved. That same house that we used to live in came by word of knowledge. <laughs> After a few years, we're not liking the house again. That came by. <laughs> Amen. So we move. And then the next level of what God will give, word, it will start teaching you word. Then tell you to pray. You get me? Then want you to worship him. So what am I saying? That there is no magic, a magical thing out there that God is giving. I don't know if I'm communicating. There is no magical thing that, okay, let me finish hearing the word so I can go and do magic. What magic? There's no magical. There's nothing new under the sun. What magic do you want to go and do that somebody has not done before? I was watching one useless movie yesterday. Alexander. Alexander, because of history, has let me watch the universe of history. The guys they wanted to be like Achilles, all those mythical this thing. Run up and down the earth. From Babylon, he went to India. All his men were dying. He died of typhoid. Useless at 33. Even though he had conquered almost the entire East, the entire Asia and Europe, he never enjoyed it one second. Why? Because something had entered, one evil spirit must have entered him to want to be discovering the whole world. Keep conquering. Go to, he went to, he went, it's true story, it's historical story. He went to India, went to all these places. Whereas people were taking over, you know, he was the, he was, he was the, he was supposed to be the king of Greece. He never once ruled in Greece, but he was their king. <laughs> he was like the king of the famous, the whole world. But they never saw him once, though he was the king. Well, the guy was going for one stupid expedition after the other. Looking for the one that he wanted to cross, he wanted to say he wanted to go through Asia and go around and come back to Greece. <laughs> he never saw the end. You know, then he was eating food and horses. They said there's no end to this end. <laughs> Useless waste. So you know, there's always that one that in the man in his soul mind that is it's just learning Bible. Yes, so we can, this is it. I kid you not. This is it. Learning Bible. It's no wonder, glorious, excellent, oh, okay, after we learn the Bible, then we will not go and take nations for his name. Let God, God will be the one to take the nations. Don't worry. If he needs it, he will let you know how you can help. The God that you say you are taking the nations for wants you to sit down at his feet and learn. But you say no, he wants to take nations. God is not wanting to Who are you taking the nations for? Because I rather you come and sit down and like Mary, sit down at my feet and learn than you go and take nations. But you say you want to go and take nations. And God is wanting that. I don't know. I don't know who they are taking the nations on whose behalf. Because <laughs> when they if they want to ask me directly, I will tell them that I rather you come and know me. That take nations on my behalf. Sorry, I don't know if I'm causing problem. I'm on air. Amen. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, we love God. We need this in your name. Ah, uh, uh, you are not. Oh, you are not about us. You are not ahead of me, Bishop R A A Do. Okay, Jesus, 
I will show you evidence on my ministry. See that person there is like on the line up. I, I, it was, he came, he was, he was part of my ministry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God! The God that you are winning the nations for tell you, come and let me. He said, no, I want to win the I'm not saying winning nations is bad. And you can do that on an addition. But you, you cannot say you are not knowing, you are shunning revelation. Shunning the knowledge of God. When they say, let's come and learn, no, let's open Bible, let's teach Christ. Ah, no, there's nothing there. Once you forever say, I'm born again. And we are seated on the throne. Seated on the throne. Seated on the throne. That all we just need to do is to not take places. Go ahead, write down prosperously. Write <laughs> down, write down.
natural. If they do, you can still turn. Why would they make you a pillar to build his house? Because this God's house we're talking, a pillar in the temple, God wants to make you permanent in the temple. You know the pillar of a temple, if a house is? If you take the pillar out of the house, the house will collapse. Am I, am I right? Not so. Take the pillar out of a building, the pillar, the building will collapse. The engineering is all on their feet. So God wants to make you so permanent in his house that if they take you out, as though his whole house will not be okay. What kind of, what is this kind of God is this? It can shock me. But it doesn't mean they are not thorough. Before they will make you that pillar, they will know that you will not go to go no more out. <laughs> you will be confirmed that you are not coming. You are faithful. I will make a pillar in the temple. Remember last week, this is, this, you know, when, last week we were talking about the ground and the pillar. The ground. Ground is where you begin. Pillar is what raises you up. So all the fivefold ministry is church, the body of Christ, part and parcel. We are 100% fully, wholly owned by the body, fully part and parcel of the body of Christ. Everyone doing his role. Amen. So are to make people grounded. That's why that's the, the is one of the great essences of the local church. Give you a family. Make you grounded. Some are to raise you up. That's an apostolic work. And it's possible that an apostle can be inside the local church and raising people. It's possible, but very rare. Very scarce. Ground and pillar. Pillar means you are built up. As Paul said in Colossians, rooted and built up. I kid you not. I kid you not. Really, it's church that roots. Local assemblies. Somehow they give you connections that make you rooted in Christ. Not only by knowledge, just having that family thing. Just knowing that, okay, my, you know, spreading you know, all those things, going for a cafe fellowship, going for this, those things are oh, so important for a routine. Amen. Rooted, and but it's built up. It will take word of righteousness to build you up. Not me. Because build up. See, and I built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus being the chief cornerstone. Praise God. Is someone outside the church? Are they all inside? Praise God. Built upon the uh, foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus being the chief cornerstone. Or again, it says, while laying Zion for a foundation, a foundation, a stone. And that stone is Christ. So Christ is the foundation. But whom Christ, they call it the, the, the elementary principles of Christ. Whom Christ begins with milk. Milk is the elementary principles of Christ. So Christ even begins with milk. Meaning another word for Christ is faith. Remember, word, faith, word, faith. So the milk of the world is to build faith. That will give you enough faith for what? 
for the meat of the world, which is still to keep building faith. Now faith of the Son of God. So it's from faith to what? To faith. Am I communicating? So him that overcometh, him that is faithful to the end, will I make a pillar? The Bible says, he that endureth to the end, the same shall be what? Shall be saved. He that is faithful, he that overcometh, will I make a pillar in the temple of my God? And finally, reward. They, they will incur reward. Those who are their big pillars. So, they won't make a pillar if you are not faithful. You cannot be faithful if you are not full of the world. Your zero focus is on the world. Stay on the world. And they won't make you a pillar if you are not faithful. And if you are not a pillar, they are, you cannot be rewarded. Am I completely? They reward pillars. Because God will not reward somebody that can talk. You must be permanent before Him. You must live in the sight for you to be rewarded. Meaning he was not have variability, no variableness, no shadow of time. God hates that. That is a limit. God hates that. That was the last thing Jesus could have come when I came in the garden of Gethsemane. Tell him, not my will, but your will. Your will is coming. Breaking means your will is iniquity. Your will, your own, is iniquity. Why? Because it's different from God's will. It means it's depart, it's separate, it's away, it's not close, it's different. So, in that overcoming, will I make a pillar? It must be a pillar and be faithful in the temple of my God, and it shall go no more out, it shall not depart again, no shadow of time. Then, Mm-hmm. And this is time for reward. And I will write upon him the name of my God. Jesus has a God. He says, That one, I will write his name, his name on you. Is that not a reward? Is that not a reward? So, what are you saying? Without faithfulness, forget reward. I will write, I will write on. On, upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I write upon him my new name. It means all the names, all the powers of the world to come. He will put it on him. Reward. And all those names are eternal names. So that is eternal life. Our Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this wisdom. Thank you for this intent that you've laid there to us again this afternoon. We exalt you for the name. We bless you. We give you all the glory. All praise be unto you. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. And trusting, O oh God, that these things will sink with understanding over in our hearts. We will learn your word. We will be satisfied with your word. With godliness, with contentment. We will be satisfied with your word. We will learn, we will stay on your word until we are full of your word. We will stay until faith grows, until we are full of faith, until we are faithful, till we become pillars in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father.
In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you everyone. Shalom. God bless you. Shine for you. You dwell between.